My guest on this bonus episode is the singer of a band that I've been a fan of since their very, very first single back in 2012, but really became obsessed with in the last five or so years. Today is album release day for their new long player Notes on a Conditional Form, and reviewers say it's their most eclectic and varied sounding work to date. From the 1975, this is Matty Healy. Notes on a Conditional Form has finally arrived, albeit a little bit later than expected. I remember listening to the BBC when you did the announcement that it was going to come out in May last year. Do you kind of sometimes hate yourself for being so eagerly prophetic? I think I think that... Well, for Notes has always been like... I mean, what I can't remember that first time where I said May. I, I imagine it'll have been like a... Because I suppose we could have done that. But it, 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 it changed, like, I kind of had always said, like, I was going to make another record whilst I was on the road and after brief inquiry and stuff. And I always felt like I had the ability to do it. And then when I started doing it, I was, for a start, really enjoying it. And I kind of decided, like, hold on, like, I just want there to be music out there constantly i don't necessarily need to drop a record i kind of want to make more of a record than that's kind of the age we live in like it's almost not, not really an album age anymore you mean like you just wanted to yeah, put out constant whereas, music whereas it's really important for me to like make records because that is how i express myself like i put out a single this first single first two singles off notes like less than a year after a brief inquiry came out and then i've kind of continued to put out music every month mm-hmm. until notes came out so I don't feel like I've kind of I don't know sold anybody a story and not delivered it's just that this has always been like as I've described it like a real time expression and interviewers love dates and you know <laughs> labels love dates and fans love dates and I've never I haven't had a date so people are like well what about now I'm like yeah I mean I'll try and I'll do it for then yeah okay we'll say that it comes out then and then it changes and what am I going to do like go on Instagram live every 20 minutes and be like by the way I've changed my mind it's my creative process I can't be asked keeping everyone informed of what I'm doing it's an album that's really influenced by the bands you were before the 1975 yeah so like Big Sleep Drive Like I Do yeah um, you're a band who's very self-referential have you seen the super cuts of all the times you've sang She Said oh, online yeah. I oh, love yeah. that so good like is there anything from that Drive Like I Do era or the Big Sleep era that you've kind of lifted melody wise or vocal wise for this new work yeah i think so um or if not there was even bits of that on the last record like i always want to die was kind of similar to this song called lucan versus raya but i am i think that we just felt quite like that band and we kind of made music quite like that in the same way that we did when we were those bands and I think that we're referencing similar stuff to what we were referencing when we were in those bands. So I don't think there's any actual old Drive Like I Do stuff that made it on the record, but I very much felt like that band when I was making this record. Well, Maddie, I have a suggestion, because like most of the internet fandom, I'm obsessed with ghosts right. from back then. You need to update that, or you need to play really? the live. That tune, man, the internet, Reddit in particular, I know you've creeped in on the Reddit, and you left them that message saying, I'm watching, they've made it the, the subreddit header and everything now, and I think they're very upset, but I'm not sure if you ever went back. But everybody is obsessed with ghosts. I think it's just because the video seems so raw, and the black and white in your old studio, and that melody in the chorus, was it? Is it? Is it this car moves faster than I'm ever going to find? You yeah, yeah, yeah. That is an awesome tune, Matty. You need Thanks, to do man. something with yeah, that. It's it's you. incredible. This album 
the promotion of it I'm feeling from the media it's a very different vibe to the last one because as a fan it really annoyed me that even though the music a lot of it was about it but the media seemed to focus more on your personal struggles and you know addiction and recovery and things like that it doesn't seem to be as much about that this time round is it a lot less stressful this time round that you don't have to answer constant questions and the same story about going to rehab and yeah, I think that that's what's quite nice about immediately putting out another expression is that it's quite different and it feels like it was only a couple it was only last year that I was doing interviews so it almost feels like a continuation of something so people aren't going to keep asking the same questions cuz yeah, people are kind of I've told everyone mm. about that and it's also it's also like you got to remember like I was just very aware that like heroin and stuff like that is like it's like a big deal for people and people were going to talk about it but I only spoke about it a little bit on that record and like I think I speak about it a little bit on this record but like this there's way more subject subjects that I talk about more mm-hmm. do you know what I mean what she said like what she said yeah <laughs> It's not just the overall sound of the band that's evolved over the years, but also the look, the style. There's the first album era, it was very much black. We're going to talk about the hair in a minute. Right. Then around the second album, it was very extravagant, Gucci, Troubadour-esque. Yeah. And now it's very kind of nostalgic, retro band tees, almost cyberdog-esque pants, parachute pants. Yeah. Is that a conscious effort by yourself to differentiate each album and era, or is it just a natural flow of... It's just a natural flow. That's a bit what I'm like, though. I, like, I don't really have a thing, and I kind of like morph. The only thing that I have is maybe like a little bit goth, like all the time. Mm-hmm. like a little bit dark or a little bit referencing you know metal or emo but everything else kind of like just changed all the time it's very much been changing with this with this release because this each song on this record has been so inherently different that it's kind of like stylistically when we've put it out we've been in a different kind of character I suppose what's the most extravagant piece of fashion that you've bought since you became loaded you strike me as a man who at one stage spent a lot of money on clothes yeah, I have done over the years. Anything in particular stand out? I buy art more than I buy clothes. I do buy clothes, but I don't buy like crazy, ridiculous clothes all the time. I'm really into like vintage clothes. The hair, Matty. The mohawk is back. The internet has gone wild for us. Right. It's more of an actual mohawk this time than it was last time. My last one used to kind of like not be shaved on the top. It was like a... a I don't know. A soft boy kind of mohawk. This is a bit more genuine. It's a bit more edgy. A bit more edgy. Why, why, why did you just wake up one morning and you're like, fuck it? I just, I get really bored with stuff. And I was looking at my hair, I just had this long hair. I was just like, I don't want long hair anymore. I want something a bit more hard. I've had two in my life as well. I've had the proper punk spiky one. And then I had a quiffed one like yours because I thought yours was awesome. Oh, yeah. Then I was like, oh, man, I rocked it. But it's a dickhead magnet because you can't walk two feet down the road without somebody trying to grab it. You're okay. You've got security. Right, I exactly. don't. I'm going to get people in headlocks. It's <laughs> you know what i Is there a plan still? You mentioned before at the end of the tour to kind of take over a venue and do five nights each there time. There is. It's difficult thing to do though you want the same lighting the same set list from each tour around that each era kind of defined by so, night well what I would do if I did do it would literally play those if I wanted to do it properly would play the albums back to back so literally play the album like first night would be the EPs uh-huh. and then maybe in the encore you play like a couple of like the hits or big hits or whatever but I would do it like first album front to back 
I like it when you sleep front to back, brief inquiry front to back. That would be the way to do it. Does that also mean that the fans might finally get Antichrist? No, that would be the only time I would ever play it, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, that's special. That is special. So we'll see what happens, but that's a really difficult thing to do. It's insanely expensive. So you've, we'll you've said before in the past as well um, that... The 1975 may have just been an era for a couple of albums and then you might switch it up and become some, morph into something else and that would be it as an era for the 1975. Is that still something that plays on your mind or are you just happy with your current moniker? Um, I mean, there was this idea that we were going to slow down but it looks like we're actually going to do something else as the 1975 as soon as we stop. I haven't figured out what that is but that is kind of the impetus at the moment. Do you feel the sound has kind of become your wonder wall to a point? Do you think you'll ever foresee a time when you won't play it live or you won't finish it with that one-two fucking jump? Well, you know what? I think that maybe somebody else is more of our wonder wall. I can't imagine a set where we don't play somebody else. Okay. Could we play so we don't play the sound though? Like That is kind of our thing, isn't it? That jump thing. Is there a song maybe in the notebook somewhere that you think could replace the sound of somebody else as being as iconic as a 1975 song? Something you haven't put out yet the next single maybe a little bit too sure let me know yeah what a bop incredible <laughs> and I love how everybody in the crowd in the YouTube videos already know the words because they were right? studying so it's amazing man you're a band the reason I love you is because like you're a guitar band but you also are so influenced by electronic music oh yeah in so many I mean, ways. this record in particular and like would apart from guitars and drums is there any like are you a hardware synth or a VST synth kind of band George any? is like a it's, it's now kind of quite an analog an analog head like quite a modular a modular synth guy but that's where a lot of the texture comes from like you listen to stuff like how to draw on the last record it's like symphonic kind of like distortion and stuff it's mm -hmm. amazing how he does it so like this record is i think people are going to be i think like people like reddit and stuff like that they're not going to be disappointed with the record i think like in six months time people are going to talk about how this is like our best record ever but i think that the amount of ambience and house references and garage references I think people might struggle with initially but we'll see it's one of those things as well like, that I really love about your band is that there are no limits in terms of genres and things like yeah. that um, like you've pushed the, the rockier sound with people and right. give yourself a try but then you've got something like Frail State of Mind which is the total opposite right is there anything that I assume would come from a, the vast array of influences and stuff you listen to? Is there anything you listen to that you'd like to incorporate into your music, but you haven't yet, or are you or might be afraid the fans would wouldn't get it? I mean, I wouldn't do like stuff that was like I probably wouldn't make a reggae record, but outside of that, I can't really think of anything that I wouldn't reference. The live shows looking amazing these days. How did the, the inclusion of the twins come about? Talking Heads and. I did a music video where I, I was casting these dancers and those two walked in and I just remember saying to Jamie like oh my god we have to take them on tour they just <laughs> look amazing they're fucking twins like they're incredible I don't care what they can do let's just have them on stage because I just want to look at them and then um, they're these incredible performers and um, they've just kind of been with us since I saw them since the second I saw them Last question. Um, I saw you say on Twitter recently that you're talking about taking an extended break from touring after the notes thing. Like you might not tour as intensely, but you will continue to put out music. So is this something that's just going to constantly roll on? Like, like in five years' time, are the 1975 still going to be a thing in your mind? Or do you kind of... Yeah, we are going to be. Uh, I think we'll be... We're going to take a year and a half to make something. And then I imagine we'll kind of like at least tour it kind of in some regard.
Well, I'm looking forward to whatever comes. Maddie, thank you very much Thanks for your so time. Thanks so much, man. Amazing. Appreciate it.